0: welcome 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 this is the distraction pieces podcast episode 93 and i'm joined today by mr carl barrett of the libertines and dirty pretty things and carl barrett and the jackals and all sorts of exciting stuff um thanks for tuning in guys it's great to have a musician on it seems like it's been a it's been a hot minute since we last had a musician on but yeah pleased to have one um if you if you've just tuned in to for the first time for this one we've had some good musicians on we've had billy Bragg, we've had frank turner frank carter itch from the king blues who else kate tempest loads of people wes Borland, tons before we get into that i've got a record label called speech development records and they're one of the sponsors of the podcast and you can support the, the label by going there and buying stuff from the label t-shirts merch cds a vinyl but you can also um you can also get down with the podcast there because we've got exclusive distraction pieces merch. We've got T-shirts, we've got mugs, we've got—well, I mean, essentially, we've got T-shirts or mugs, but they're they're bloody nice. So um, check them out. Come down and give them a look. Support the podcast. That'd be great. Obviously, you don't have to. The fact that you're you're, you're listening is the main bit of support that we need. You spreading the word, all that. You can support without spending a penny because we've got sponsors and this kind of thing and it all trickles in. So just you listening is the main thing. But a lot of podcasts have like a donation pages and that. And I'm not into that. I like the idea that, well, if you've got some money to spend or to give towards the podcast, I'd rather you get a t-shirt back and a, a or a mug back or whatever else. So yeah, thank you for supporting the podcast Uh, last week was the Ask Piff episode and it went down a tree and the thing that seemed to get the most hype and excitement was the announcement that um, we're doing a live Distraction Pieces podcast to celebrate the launch of the upcoming Distraction Pieces book, but also to celebrate my damn birthday. So we're doing it on my birthday on August 3rd um, at the Leicester Square uh, Theatre in in London, which is is where we did the last one. Um, The plan, I think, because last time I had an unknown guest on and then we did a bit where... where you guys were the guest, and you formed an orderly queue, and you came up and sat down and asked a question, so rather than just asking a question from the crowd, like we could have an actual discussion about it, and that went down the best, <laughs> and it was meant to be about we were going to do forty five minutes of the the guest and then then forty five minutes of that, and we ended up doing about two hours of your questions, so I was thinking well, i might just do it purely as as your questions, you can come on stage and engage and be part of the podcast so that's the plan August 3rd um and it's to launch the book and the book isn't just kind of look here's some highlights from the podcast the book I've got insanely excited about I'm working on it it constantly with the publishers and it's insanely exciting because the book is the way we're doing it we're choosing some pertinent and important Topics and subjects, so things like mental health, or you know lighter things like film or acting, and 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 things like that, or again more serious things like race and politics and things like that, and then we're selecting segments from from all different guests that are on those topics. So we'll have the views on those topics from John Ronson, from Amanda Palmer, from from A Ramesh Ranganathan from Josie Long, a real a variation of people from Rufus Hound, from, from, from Richard Herring, from Adam Buxton, from all sorts of people, um, all giving their views and opinions on these subjects. So yeah, it's exciting. And that'll be out August 3rd. Um, I'll have more details and pre-order st- stuff on that nearer the time, but that's all you need for now. I should let you get on with this podcast. Um, at the end, I'll let you know who our guest is on next week's podcast. And it's a, ve- a very special one. We're doing it as a two-parter and... We're making a big deal of it because it's it's someone who is in the biggest film of the year so far. Um, In fact, the biggest film of its uh, category ever. Uh, So that's exciting. But I'll tell you more about that after we've talked. Um, This was a great talk. It was the first time me and Carl had met. We were both kind of a bit nervous, which I found adorable. And we're a bit stumbly and mumbly at points. But I thought it was a a lovely chat. We hit it off. It was great to hear his telling of a lot of of times that... um, that might have been hard to remember at points if you know m- much about the libertines and the the craziness that they went through so enjoy this and i'll be back at the end see you in a bit this piece of fiction is the intro to destruction this piece of fiction is the intro to destruction this piece of fiction is the intro to destruction this piece of fiction is the intro to destruction this piece of fiction is the intro to destruction that, that's golden perfect well we have begun and i'm joined by mr carl barrett how you doing man very oh, well thank you yeah. is everything everything going good on this on this this fine
1: day in london yeah it's a beautiful day actually i just uh, got stuck in traffic on the older uh, 73 yeah i actually ran down in the rain and my Chuck Taylors and sunglasses slipped on my ass a couple of times
0: oh wow that's not the best start the best but... Luck, but yeah well, as long as it's 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 put you in a good a good mood and a good place, Appreciate I guess you'll be writer. appreciative to be indoors and and on your feet and not on your arse, I guess absolutely, no, it's good. No, I'm used to being on my ass. It's uh, no, it's great, <laughs> man.
1: It's um, we just I've just finished like one of the best years of my life. Yeah. In terms of um, getting my band back together, touring, and uh, literally just all the commitments that we thought we're never going to get through, just for various reasons, and as history would suggest, we we got through.
0: Yeah. And uh, yeah. It's amazing that because again, I mean, we'll go through a lot of stuff, but it's felt that I mean, as most careers in in all all reality, but f- from the outside, it often s- seems as if musicians and artists have this big plan and it's all planned out year after year, which in ninety nine percent of the time it isn't. But with y- your career and some of the ups and downs it's never felt like it's particularly planned out in advance. No. So, so it must have been exciting to go, right, this year is, is coming together and we've got touring and we've got this, you know, it's all, it's seeming to work. Yeah, absolutely.
1: You know? I, mean, I mean, I just stopped making plans because it all kind of went wrong. Yeah. And we're kind of gingerly stepping out of the cave like a Grinch. Yeah. And like, um, and, think, and, and saying, actually, it's all right, this is going to happen. We're going to do this gig. And we did a show, with me and Peter, with um, John Cale at the weekend. Yeah. Which is uh, something I've always wanted to do. Yeah, and that was quite an experience. That was a great way to end the tour in year.
0: Yeah, that's perfect, right? So, so let's um go all the way back to the start and 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 talk about your kind of your upbringing and 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 was music always a big thing to you? Did you grow up as a big music fan?
1: Yeah, music was always a sort of soundtrack to my to my life. I remember when I was a kid, like the earliest tunes were like um, listening to the, the Jam and the, yeah, and the Bowie and uh, just in the back of the car back in, in the back of my dad's Reliant Robin. Yeah, As perfect.
0: Appeared, you know. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and where did you grow up
1: and what kind of, what in, were you into? And I grew up in Whitchurch, which is a little town outside Basingstoke. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of proper middle England, really. Yeah. A little council estate um, and, uh, yeah, pretty normal kind of upbringing, you know, like uh, just the memories are like that sort of smell at lunchtime around the estate of, you know, fish fingers all around. Yeah,
0: and that perfect. Kind of thing. Uh, what kind of drew, uh, drew you to uh, to music and being in music and being involved? Obviously, Hearing it in the back of a car is, is very different from going. Hang on, that's actually, or in fact, hearing it in the the back of a car, it feels almost magical and alien and, and this this unattainable thing. So, what was the kind of point of going? Hang on, I I'd, I'd like to do that, and I can do that. You know, but well, it, it
1: seemed like it it, like it, was, it was like a soundtrack that was always there, and it yeah. seemed not like related to. And I think, and I wasn't allowed to play with dad's guitar; he wasn't having that. Right. So I used to sneak down in the middle of the night when I was about sort of fourteen, fifteen, and start getting into that. Yeah. And. Um, I just... Uh, and I, I never thought I could actually do it because, you know, obviously it wasn't good enough. I only practised in five minutes a night. Yeah. Um, and then...
0: And, um, and quietly as well. Yeah, yeah. Secretly, quietly practising in the middle of the night. But,
1: but, but also, it was one of those things you can never say that that's what you wanted to do, really, unless you were going to take, like, clarinet lessons or something. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I was not never about to do that. And, um, yeah, so it's kind of a sort of secret thing, really. And I kind of... And that and drama, which I loved as well, they just seemed like a DOS, really. and yeah. they, they were kind of treated as a DOS. And so...
0: You know, it was almost like a secret passion, really. It's uh, interesting that both of them are kind of such a, as you said, aren't taken seriously, and it's it's it seems they all, a, a music and drama are two that people would see as kind of avoiding having to decide what you actually want to do for your with your life and things like that, which I guess they kind of are, but but, but they're also the most desired things in the world or, or some of the most desired well, things I, everyone wants to be a movie star or a rock star that, yeah
1: that's part of the reason i guess they're sort of eschewed as um as career choices or whatever because yeah. it's, it's such a cutthroat thing and uh, the success rate percentage-wise probably isn't that good is it
0: no yeah i guess not but yeah it gets there though and, uh, and if you can pers- per- persist with it i'm, I'm adamant in, in in music that a huge part of it is just the doing it is getting out there and going right actually let's let's try and do this let's write some songs let's make some songs no, rather is. than the fear of of not doing it or, in, or... In, the, in the face of so much um you know people like
1: naysayers yeah and um jealous people and yeah you know so it is a really hard thing to do but you, you do have to throw yourself into it that's the only way otherwise you'll never get heard yeah and having confidence you know
0: it's a, it's a tough one so so what was your first kind of experiences of, of songwriting or, or starting bands and things like that was at an early age or was that when you were kind of I at, at college was, or uni and things was like that that's
1: when i was about 14 yeah I, I was trying to tell john cale the other night but i think he'd heard the story a million times right so, so my unique story but i think it's more about me telling him than him hearing yeah yeah it. Just, yeah, um, yeah. i think it was my my teacher at school he took me aside one day i know I, I listened to the radio and, and I, after my back job of what my dad played i listened to you know um what are they called um stocking and waterman or whatever yeah you know, recording yeah, yeah, the yeah. charts yeah and um but one day at school my teacher, the science teacher, weirdly, he's a young kind of new trendy one. And he, he helped he took me back after class and I thought, hello. And he um, he gave me a tape and it was the Velvet Underground. Oh wow. Just weirdly, he sort of picked me out for this thing and that tape actually changed my life. Yeah. It was and I went home and I was and I listened to um Venus in Furs it was and Run 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 and, yeah. just, and it just like, blew my mind. And um, and from then on I was like I was making a lot of weed actually. And just uh, in my own world with joss Dixon, and and you know, as a fourteen-year-old, yeah, yeah. You know, and, and my ambitions changed to like going to London to get a, a sort of rainbow-coloured hoodie and, and uh, a nice and, hemp hoodie, yeah, exactly, and, yeah. and some some really baggy trousers. And, uh, yeah. and then, of course, because I, I, I had like a hippie mum, and then she moved to the town that I lived in, and she, so she had access to the weed and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, or, or, I oh, should probably get a sack from my job if I say that. <laughs> and it's unedited, isn't it? Uh, she, she, oh, anyway, I, I, three, three people she knew I could get weed and that which kind of made me a zero to hero at school. Yeah, And then, of course, I found a lot, a lot of like, like-minded people who wanted to smoke weed and get into the Velvet Underground, again, which I held the keys to, even though it came from a science teacher. Yeah, And um, but then, I, then I borrowed my stepdad's <laughs> guitar and we started just doing endless free-form horrible jams. And then I it went from there. To, I've always been a very like, horrendously shy person, so to get to... Um, so actually performing in front of a, an audience is something that terrified me. Yeah. But somehow that just seemed like the next step. You know, we ended we, we up playing in Winchester at the railway, the little gigs in Church Halls. And, and then, yeah, I guess that's just my experience. A bunch of people were doing it, and other bands were popping up, and then we were having like rival bands. And
0: Yeah, of course. And you
1: know, that became, like, became part uh, of my sort of... Uh,
0: uh, that local scene and, and those uh, local rivalries can be key at that point. Um, it's, it's kind of interesting how how influential or how often i'd imagine the demon of drugs is responsible for musical inspiration artistic inspiration and drugs again will will come up again i'm sure in this conversation but they the, the, they can have hugely positive influences and hugely negative influences yet we only seem to focus on 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 the negative influence or at least when discussed but the fact is a lot of people their their introduction into or, or falling in love with a certain kind of music, or or wanting to experiment with guitars and whatnot, will come under the influence of some kind of drugs, and whether that's alcohol or weed or or, or hallucinogenic or, or or anything else. So it's kind of, yeah, I'd imagine you becoming the gateway for some others in in that area. That 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 must have instantly been that kind of right. i have almost feeling like a front man. B- before you were a front man, as such? I guess
1: so. I mean, I, I think um, the key word there is like experimentation. I mean, and yeah. then with the music, you know, finding your own path in that and then finding your own path in sort of these these contraband, you know, or I mean, just, uh, you know, things that are illegal before yeah. suddenly become a bit more appealing. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, and then, yeah, the nature of like weed, which is what I was into at the time, and then going on sort of hallucinogenics. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just all about exploring and, 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 and then realizing that the world that I was sort of thrust upon me or thrust into. Wasn't particularly the world I wanted to live in, or was or was meant to. Yeah, really. and I guess that's the first, you know, as a gateway, it's kind of the first, uh, it's kind of the portal to something else, really. Yeah, it's kind yeah. of sad. I don't want. To, I mean, it's a difficult one because I don't, I don't want to paint a picture of, of, um, of suggesting that's the that's the right path.
0: Or... No, again, it's completely. It's, it's 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 the fact there's numerous individual paths. It's not the right path or the or the wrong path. I'm I'm launching a podcast on the network soon, which is all about. Um, it's 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 law enforcement against prohibition, and it's all about the the the, the potential ch- changes in drug em- enforcement law in the UK, and it's about a load of ex um, policemen and judges all trying to get changes in the laws. But I currently don't take any drugs, so it's not because I am saying drugs are the answer. It's just saying there is many different questions that the the blanket answer of they're evil doesn't really help anyone. Yeah, it's you know? been proven for a long time. So it's time. certainly not <laughs> promoting it or, or, yeah, yeah. Or, or pushing it in that way. It's just saying uh, it's, it's far more of a nuanced um, area than just d- drugs are bad, stay away from drugs, or, conversely, drugs will give you a music career. So, no, it's yeah, not as yeah. simple as that. Well, I mean, I can only talk about my path, really,
1: and yeah. my path was to go hammer and tongs into that, really. Yeah. Probably more than was actually useful. And, and I, I, I didn't see it as a direct route out of there. It's just... It's just What I went through, I think I, I gave up smoking weed when I was about 21. I just thought I'm really confused and this ain't helping, it's not all. right, yeah. <laughs>
0: it's, just, it's, uh, it's clouding everything a bit, yeah, a bit, and making a bit it, too much. Tired, and, yeah. Um, so, so you went to um, br- a Brunel, right? And yeah. is, is that kind of convertly, how you met Pete? Because Pete, obviously, yeah, is, basically. is a huge part in your story, obviously, yeah, in your yeah, lives yeah. together is a, well, a massive part was, of that. But the thing is,
1: I, mean, it was, I think it was my stepdad who said to me, like, you know, you've this is, obviously this town and view, this sort of you know, you've got to get out, and um, yeah. and uh, uh, university was always the next choice. But back then, it was a different situation. It was, as said, the Halcyon age of, basically, you pick a, pick a spot on the map, get go there on clearing with your, I don't know, I had a D and E and a U in my A-levels. Yeah. And so go in on clearing, and I chose London, because uh, I fancied a girl there who went to the drama school with my sister. Perfect. And, um, <laughs> and then uh, they give you two grand a term, just for going. Yeah. And then they give you a student loan, of have another two grand and then they give you like a single access fund if you're from a poor background yeah of like extra cash so i mean it was um to not do that would have been at the time
0: insane it's yeah foolish to pass up on it's bizarre how how much it's flipped now of they'll yeah, they'll ridiculous. charge you two grand yeah, and then terrible. they'll charge you another two no, grand and then they just, they'll charge you 10 grand saying that. Like, yeah it's just so it's just uh i, 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 mean, I
1: don't think i squandered it um I, yeah, it's all conducive it's not and... it's, n-
0: it's nuts how different it is yeah you could a com- a completely right and the fact is that system encouraged people from all backgrounds to try yeah to try and find their route out of the town they're living in out of the the situation that they were necessarily born into whereas the system now is quite the opposite it makes you go right are you sure because you should probably just stay it's, there and get a job in a factory because it? you don't yes. want to get hugely in debt
1: but uh, i've also i know i was on job seekers as well but i've I'm getting myself defending myself. I've actually put that cash back like, yeah. many times fold yeah. since having left all that. So, and I mean, again, that's, that's... Yeah, it's a show really because if that wasn't an option, then I wouldn't have done that, and I wouldn't have ended up putting the cash back. Is it's such
0: a crazy thing because the fact is that that attitude is what's bred of that. If you're given a leg up, then there is that attitude that you want to kind of give that back. You want to get to a level, achieve a level, and things like that. Whereas the the, the other way with student loans and whatnot, there's that attitude of. A reluctance to pay it back, if you know, what I mean, yeah. because of how much of a debt is is put upon you. I remember when I I only went to uni for one year, and I got in debt. And the instant thing was right. What job can I do that keeps me b- b- below the amount to have to start paying this back? Yeah, Which is yeah. a terrible mentality, yeah. but it's what's bred of that kind of system. It's that it's like right. I'm I'm now reluctant. I want to if I if I earn over a certain amount, I've got to start start giving a big chunk of it to them rather than, yeah, yeah. It's a bizarre it is like system. That, isn't it? it's
1: like you don't want to give them anything when they've, when they've yeah, exactly. It becomes them. they've charged it? you. So yeah, yeah, it becomes an enemy thing. I mean, yeah, yeah. It's it's, it's it's been ridiculous how these things have been taken away from yeah. us, like bit by bit. You know, the. I mean, even as a kid, I could see that privatization was just like tape. It's just robbing the yeah. people,
0: the nation. You know? Yeah, completely. But, I mean, yeah. Uh, so how was it landing in London and coming to London and 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 particularly coming from small town you know s- suburbia type like out of the oh, way yeah, thing right. how was it to, 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 to yeah, a land in yeah, the, the metropolis you could, you could buy jim
1: morrison t-shirts and, you know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. no it was, it was it was it was just uh i mean it was it was like something else it was just the, the waterloo was the gateway from where um where, where, where i from Witchurch yeah into um into london and, uh, and it's been like a, a It's been in loads of my songs and album titles and, you know, it's always, and it just, that was the place because it held such excitement for me. All my family were from around there because all my family were Londoners before my generation. And so I felt this weird kind of distant belonging. Yeah. And, uh, and just this, just this, um, this city, I mean, I don't know, where to begin, it's like this living museum of like 2000 years of history and every passion and every drama and every inspirational character. Yeah. In my life, I had a, had a place in there, and you know, I, you know, laid their own footsteps and found their own paths, and and yeah, had ev- everything that life has to offer in terms of the the, the, the most the h- hardest hard luck stories and torture and and the, the, the most sort of um, romanticized images of f- prostitution and vice and yeah. and city fat cats, and it uh, just had everything that, that that life and you know literature, culture, and music and art had ever uh, presented to me. Yeah, yeah I, it's, had,
0: had it there. It, it's a hell of a thing. You've, a weirdly like, I c- coming from Essex and, and near London. It wasn't. I swear it wasn't until I started to tour Europe and stuff like that that I came back to London and could appreciate it and go. Actually, just look around. Like all this stuff you'd kind of taken for granted. As you said, it's drenched in history and culture and everything else. And there's ups and downs, but that's kind of the beauty of it as well. There's nice areas and there's there's, there's not nice areas. That's kind of the good thing about London. It's not this polished stone it's this right, so, it's this right. living rock that just yeah yeah i it's, think you, it's know, people, I don't know
1: if you know peter ackroyd no that, i don't he's a, you know, he's an amazing um i mean he's a biographer and the mm. he wrote a book called, called the biography of london right where he treated london as a sort of um as an organism as opposed to a city amazing and uh oh it's i think it was, I mean, it's like a, it should be a magnum opus but you're still yeah. cracking out amazing books but i mean this is it's something else just to get in i mean yeah i recommend it highly yeah but it's um yeah, I've, I've that kind of feeling about London. You know, it's like thirty thirty towns and villages that grew together, and they each still retain a certain, a certain vibe and a certain, just a certain rhythm. And yeah. That's what I'm
0: no, no, no. I completely agree. So, so, what, when did you kind of um, r- realise that your partnership musically with Pete was something that you wanted to? To Pursue and take, or that had great potential and could be going in a good direction rather than again previously just sneaking down to play guitar at night and stuff like that.
1: Well, I think I, 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 think I owe a lot of that to Pete because when I went to Brunel, the one person I really got on with was his sister, yeah, who I met first, Amy Joe. And you know, she'd always be a great friend. Um, yeah. and she had this little brother who had the same kind of Dick Whittington idea of London, yeah, and wanted to get down there. And, um, and so she mentioned me and the fact I played guitar. And uh, and then so we had, a, we, had a, we had a meeting. He came. Oh well, yeah, he turned up, and I, I took after him. I'd babysit him while she went to some lectures. Amazing. And uh, yeah, we didn't have much to say. I and mean, then in, in a couple of minutes, we were arguing about words and their meanings, trying to outdo each other, and <laughs> nothing really changed in this. Sort of <laughs> I was going to say 25 that 25 years that succeeded that whatever it, is. it continued on. I guess yeah, continued yeah. on and on. Well, it's only 20 years actually. Yeah, yeah. But still,
0: yeah. That's perfect. So 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 when you kind of started. T- 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 to play together it was from the outside. It seemed like the libertines came out of nowhere, and it was everywhere all at once. Kind of thing. it was you were. I remember the front cover of Enemy before your first album was out, right? Yeah, so, yeah. so how was that? And it all t- it seemed to come f- f- from the live following and live experiences and the the um, amazing relationship you had with the crowd and the followers and the fan base. My uh, my cousin Anthony was along with you guys a lot and was again always just spoke it was it didn't feel like you're going to see a band it's everyone is is in there together and part of this so how was that and where did that kind of come from i guess
1: I think we, I mean, we, we started off knowing we do something together we had our band went through various incarnations we called the strand yeah. cricketers the sallies
0: those are just ridiculous names. yeah I mean, yeah
1: you really can believe we're in a band it's just something we told people in order to sort of impress them and get some free
0: drinks 100 percent. i remember those bands <laughs> myself that it's just yes yeah, it's, it's here's our name yeah, you've got yeah, a really yeah. good name and that's about it but then I mean, in, yeah. do,
1: in doing that, so I said I I couldn't be done with Brunel after two years. It kind of served its purpose for me, yeah. really. And so, you know, I mean, and it had it done, and it'd been great for me. And uh, I managed to sort of move my course from American Studies to Drama, which was like just slowly like trying to get towards being brave enough to do autistic stuff. Yeah. And then, um, and then, but I, I, I decided to move in with Pete in the Camden Road. After that, in just a bed sit, and uh, and just sort of just live the life really with no, but no plans and see where it took us. Obviously we both had deep ambitions, but that, that wasn't why we did it. It was just because we had no idea how to achieve these ambitions. We just sort yeah. of carried on like making our, our path really. And, uh, weirdly sort of strewing of breadcrumbs that we come back to later on and it would turn out to, that they were actually the building blocks to something that was great for us. Yeah. That's but, amazing. So uh, we lived in, um, yeah, Camden roads and then uh, Pete was, um, a lot braver than me with the performance thing. And he, he used, to, he was big on the performance poetry scene. and yeah. Like, um, yeah, I think it's before. Like um, I was reading something about you doing the poetry slams and things. yeah so I think it's before that. Yeah, uh, like, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. It was
0: yeah, like caring the community. Yeah, but, like uh, yeah, but it's was, it was really good. Oh, I mean, completely. Was. The, the, there was for ages like before the the slam type scene came about, and again I get associated with that a lot. I think I've I've entered probably two or three slams really? in my life, and that's really? it. But it's just it's it's because a few of them were quite n- known ones. It's like oh that's where it started off. But yeah, I I I remember when I started off, you'd have on one side of the poetry scene you'd have, there was an event at RADA and it was all kind of, all very hybrid and I always felt I was going to get a, a kicked out because I wasn't a, a, a posh enough. And then at the other extreme in 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 Hoxton or wherever else on, on North London, there'd be these poetry nights that were all, all ex-punks and all just getting up and still doing poems about a Thatcher and things like that. And it was this amazing variation. It was hugely different from the kind of, cool incredible and hip slam scene that yeah, is yeah, painted yeah. but yeah this the, no, this wonderful weird amazing, mixture Lysium, the, the yeah, poetry thing.
1: yeah. And, uh, and i was really always really impressed with pete when he when he go and do that and yeah i, I still recite his poems now, it's quite funny people that have like, their greatest hits wouldn't they yeah you know well, we come so and so and he's going to do his poem about like say thatcher or whatever yeah or like the or his abusive fathers or whatever and it's just like um
0: it's crazy yeah, but it's it's, a... it's, it's 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 even in that context and form there are certain as you said, some hits you're like you've got to hear his song about yeah, his, yeah, yeah, yeah. his dad or his song about this or that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I've got a mate
1: actually. you bring bringing a guy on tour. You call called He's uh, just keeping that with us because we, we used to bring a poet on tour when we yeah. first started out. Called Jack Jones. He's in the bank of trampoline. Yeah, and he's uh, no, he's great. He's he was coming on opening up, doing poetry, but like uh, to a crowd. I've, he, I've
0: heard his stuff. I've heard his stuff. When I had my hip hop and spoken word radio show at XFM, um, I played one of his spoken like his, a really early spoken word piece. I remember because it was just put forward as as the guy from the trampolines yeah, and yeah, yeah it's good stuff yeah no, it's wicked but uh, just that, that that I mean it's
1: quite nice because the crowd are so receptive to that yeah and, uh, and a lot of them aren't but then they love to the throw the bottles as well and if, as long as the person who's up there doesn't mind a bit of that can take a the, bit of it can yeah. embrace it then which Jack can then um, yeah it can work wonders and, and so we always came from that kind of um, that, that kind of scene really and so and, and to be honest we when we did join our band we uh, still get the band started uh, as, as a sort of an entity which we intended to have a future, yeah, but knowing nothing about it, like we're well, going down to Food Records, who rejected our demo and writing Deaf and Blind on the door, which is yeah, brilliant, like yeah, yeah, um, yeah. probably in the Biro, but <laughs> but um, it was, um, That's it, perfect. It, it, but we spent five years just rolling around the city, taking our amps on the bus, wearing suits from Oxfam and Philbies, yeah. everyone laughed at us in, and uh, well, maybe maybe like four years, these, these time periods all seem to grow in hindsight, but, yeah, uh, yeah, completely. A good, a good few years, it was me, John. Um, a Peter and a different drummer, this uh, old fella called Mr. Razcox. Yeah. That one his real name. But, um, yeah, and uh, so, yeah, we were doing that and we and we sort of established where, 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 where loads of songs and a sort of r- real romance and the, and the love of the city and it was all about that. It was all kind of hippie fire and nobody gave a shit, like yeah. nobody. And then it was only when... We just like the, the the drummer and John, the bass player at the time, just got sick of it and they wanted to go and do a, an industry gig. and Pete wanted to go and play at the dog and hang on or whatever. Yeah, that yeah. didn't work out. And yeah. then, um, and so the sort of band split up, but we kept the, the manager we had at the time. And, um, and then like I think she, I think Pete, I think the strokes came into Phil for McNasty's where we worked, right? Pete says he was getting a massive I'm not entirely sure that's true. Uh, <laughs> and, um, <laughs> I know we were just a bit pissed off because we've been doing it for five years. They, they, they rolled, rolled up wearing the same clothes yeah. and, and playing the same kind of the same kind of songs about a city, but just that little and bit harder. Loved it. So, yeah. so, so yeah, so we just kind of from there we went right. I mean, uh, you know I know it's not very cool to uh, mention your contemporaries as your inspiration. Yeah,
0: but, uh, but <laughs> no, that's great. And again, the the fact is as well, from the outside, where it would seem that the Libertines just came out of nowhere and had this this huge explosion, there wasn't there was a years of grafting and it will be similar with the strokes as, yeah. as well i'm sure that because i remember when they came out and it was just that f- f- first video and song and it was just wow this is yeah. this is everything but they'd probably been doing that a long time and again people going ah this is this is retro bullshit or it's this or or everyone just just it's turning their nose it. up at it and then when that, that moment it clicked but then it can sp- spawn and inspire everything else so did that kind of focus you a bit as a band and go yeah, right we need to do this hang about and
1: yeah. like and it's like kind of this realization hang on we're we that we're, we're angrier that's than us. that yeah. we're much angrier than that and yeah like, okay well it's like that is it The gloves are off a bit so yeah so I thought no, it was kind of competitive but then of course we, we, we really big fans of those as well and we ended up signing to the same label as them and, yeah. and opening up for them a couple of shows amazing but, um yeah i mean from, I, I mean maybe the other, the boys in the band might differ but man, that's how it was yeah um, <laughs> but uh yeah it was so leather jackets back on, yeah. Just a bit, just a bit neater this time. Do away with the the, the flares and the flannel trousers, and uh, and
0: get, get going. Skinny jeans and on, is, and off we go. It's, it's, there's so much of things of timing, and it it felt like what you guys were doing just 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 caught something at that that moment. It caught that mood. It had anger, but it also had had romanticism and and a beauty and a a a, 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 a kind heart in it. it like it wasn't. There'd been for a long time before a lot of music and rock in particular. Was it had to be quite angry or negative or things like that? And it, it felt as if you guys came about with a, a, a party of sorts, kind of like just going, look, look let's all have this this wonderful yeah. celebration together. It's, it's got
1: to, it's got to have a sense of humour as well. Yeah. I think that's a really important thing. Yeah. And any of that kind of music, really. No, one just wants to see someone scrapping.
0: Yeah, you know what I mean, yeah, exactly. So how was that? Because obviously, again, there was the, the a lot of the hype was around the the stage presence and interaction uh, between uh, you and pete and it'd be very play fighty and interactive how was that initially and kind of what was the point where it stopped being quite as playy and it became quite a, a tough relationship and a tough kind of i guess it was always kind
1: of tough really yeah i, guess, um, I mean yeah from the off we had a lot more scraps back then um, yeah but uh, i i guess it was a i've got a Oh, I, to, I don't know how to start really, and I know this is unedited, so yeah, yeah, uh, so I've, yeah. I've, You've I've got, got, got to be careful what you around to... too long. Yeah, no, um, it's fine.
0: Yeah. Well, it's... Oh, it's 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 kind of because it's interesting, and I'll I'll give you some time to think of of where to start now. But I think it's tough because there's a lot of it can be in friendships and in, in in relationships when it's born on the fact that you'll always kind of take the piss out of each other and have a laugh and have a rib. That's great, but it also means that then when you're you're with each other constantly, the small things that are really griping or be the things you start to take the piss out of and have a rib and there'll be a point where you're suddenly going it's not actually a joke anymore i really mean that thing it's that like i've just any, said any and that little dig i've given yeah. i mean that with all my heart and that can become quite ugly that can become a dangerous and ugly thing there was a bit of that that triggers like you say yeah but i mean um i think also that
1: whenever we got on surgery we we're both terrified of getting up there but we both needed to do it yeah so and it's a really think people. I never understood people who don't get any stage fright. I'm like, yeah. really? How do you? Like, right. And then, <laughs> they're really surprised that we do. And we still do to this day. And then, then if, if, if you imagine there's, there's there's you and your mate both on stage, almost always, always the feeling of you blagging it, Yeah. going, um, oh, like there's all of them and there's us now. And oh, what do we do? So we that, kind of find solace in each other and, yeah. like for a bit of comfort in each yeah. other. And uh, and then of course you know if and then if one upstages the other and it's like trying to look at that used to he used to yeah. kick me up the arse yeah he used to do like a big clown pump up up behind me when I was um <laughs> I was doing a solo or something yeah get like this in my moment and then the, the, then the crowd will have a laugh and of course and that's well, that's going to breed nothing but fury yeah because that's
0: ugly because it's 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 yeah it's it's finding the the balance of moments like that that everyone's in on the joke and it's good for everyone and moments like that where. We're, 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 oh, well, this was the bit where I kind of wanted to feel like the rock star. I've been, I've been nervous up until this point. I'm finally feeling yeah, comfortable, yeah, yeah. and but then, I've been clowned in some then, way.
1: there is a comedy in that, and it's funny, of course. Yeah. So, and then, if, I, if I can contain myself and focus, I just have to remember to get Revenge is Best of Gold a bit later on. Yeah, yeah, but, exactly. Uh, you
0: know. So so how, how how messy did those early tours get? Because, again, it was quite an, a, a notorious thing. And, again, we'll get into a bit of, 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 of Pete's struggles and battles and obviously he he was excluded from the band for a certain time but because of how messy it was getting but it must have been a weird thing because you almost started to be marketed upon that that it was going to be this big party there was going to be a lot of drink and drugs and the fact is humans have their limits and the fact is as fun as that is you can't be kind of wheeled out in front of a crowd every night to be the crazy off their off their heads kind of off the rails guys because that's not actually sustainable
1: well if, if, it, if it well is exactly that but if it is that mental as well the tour is like a pressure cooker where you have yeah. to be there every night and you have to uh, and you know, and you have to conform to something whether it's conforming to being a mess or not it's, yeah. still, it's still something you've got to conform to yeah um and uh and of course everything emotions just get so heightened and the most and the tiniest thing like i peek picnic my shoes with the same shoes yeah and uh, letting me my shoes, so I had to go barefoot. And yeah. it was like, uh, it was just, it seemed like the worst thing in the world. It didn't occur to me that I could probably just get away wearing someone else's, like, yeah. trainers. Yeah. But like, uh, well, I wouldn't have done that. But...
0: It's, it's, it's crazy how it becomes a, a pressure cooker like that. I've, I've said a few times, everyone hates it, and I'm not particularly a watcher of it, but I find Big Brother fascinating because you'll watch that and people will argue over the stupidest shit and you'll watch it from the outside going, God, this is so dumb. They're, they're such drama queens. But, I've had situations where I'm living with someone, or I'm I'm close to someone, or on tour even. That the tiniest thing, as soon as you can step back from it, you're like, it doesn't matter that they've, they they step out the shower without dr- drying their feet first. It's not that big a deal, but it becomes the biggest deal in the world, and and things like that. You, you sure. didn't have your shoes, but you could have probably had some shoes. It's, but at the moment, that'd be like, this is the biggest bit of disrespect and attack upon my person
1: yeah we always 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 that far off and of course just not when we were kids then the reason we've been been able to get sort of back together now is we can accept each other for who we are a bit more yeah like just be accepting of like you're like that and i'm like this and that's all right
0: that's the beauty of of hindsight as well coming into a relationship or situation knowing that this is how the situation is in the start you get in any band and you don't know how it's going to be or how it's going to spiral or anything like that but if you've Better able to step away, have some time out of it. You can kind of go right. I'm, I'm accepting of this is how it's going to be, yeah. or this will be that, and you can kind of accept each other's, uh, positives and negatives in that way, I guess. But what was the point then? Because um, obviously there was after the album came out again, after all that hype, it it lived up to it. It got that acclaim. It was really it kind of it was it was seen as a, as as very much a, a, a classic, and then you were working on the next record. And again, it seemed if the press is to believe, or be believed at that point tensions were just growing higher and higher and higher, and yeah. and it was tough to, to 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 almost live up to the band that the press had made essentially. Well, that was never a
1: concern, really. Weirdly, because yeah. I mean, like that's, I, I generally worry about everything there is to worry about. Yeah, but um, in in this instance, life was such a drama. Yeah, that and and the, the, it just. Um, and and it was such a, a you know, it was a, a, it was a blessing and a curse, you know. We were in there with Mick Jones yeah. in Rack Studios making this record. Um, and, you know, we've written all the songs. Uh, actually, uh, maybe worth mentioning, after after our, our old incarnation, when we started again, we said, right, we're going to get to signed to Rough Trade and we're going to, yeah. like, play only hard songs with our venom and our grit and bile. Yeah um and our hearts and sense of humor yeah then um (laughs) so every every song was new from there on for the first album oh wow so um but then so we we worked really hard we we did work bloody hard actually getting those songs as they were. And it uh, was our first time in the studio. Apart from Mick Jones wanting to stop for EastEnders every night at 7 <laughs> sharp, there was, um, yeah, that, 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 that Dedicated. was... Dedicated. Uh, yeah. There, like there, apart from that, there was no, um, you yeah, they phoned him off in the studio. In the middle of a take, the phone would stopped flashing. You go, sorry, lads, sorry, lads. EastEnders is on. Oh, okay, great, great.
0: Sorry, lads. But, uh, Amazing. I love that.
1: That's but, beautiful.
0: Yeah. So, um, yeah. But but it was when working on, on the second record that, I mean, just... just just first of all it feels again particularly with all the all all the hype that was building all the all, all the news stories it must have been a tough thing that you'd had a record that was hugely yeah, acclaimed yeah, exactly. but equally there was a point when pete was kind of getting as much press for for relationships or breakdowns or drug addiction and things like that as as the music was so it, it must have been a strange thing to try yeah. and balance and go right hang on uh, this is part of us so it's it's fine but there must be a point where we need to go right here's here's what we're actually meant to be doing it's about the music it's not just about us as these crazy characters who have uh, in love with with london and its ups and downs the gutters and the and the skylines I think we're always
1: in love with music as well and we, we wanted to create great things but of course you know then uh, our, our differing choices and drugs yeah came between us in quite a big way yeah and you know just uh, the drugs that make that make you die or homeless like as a generally a definite yeah. ending. They're the ones. Then the, the ones, the ones that I, that I wanted to avoid, and I, I, I wanted my friend to avoid. You know, my friend I yeah. cared desperately about, and um, and I couldn't and I and I couldn't just sort of sort of let like, sit back and accept it and go, okay, let's work, let's work on a clever sort of way of corralling or or convincing and cancelling. I, yeah. I, I just I went batshit crazy every time. Yeah, and then we ended up when we did the second record. The first day, we had to have we both had like a six foot four security guard each playing like, yeah. like, with us in the studio which is not how to make an album really. No. I and then within in 10 not. minutes we had a scrap because then because that's when uh, it's because Peter broke my house and all that.
0: Yeah, of course. And, uh,
1: and, and then, then we have got a prison for it. because you know there's all these little things that...
0: Yeah, I mean let's 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 go a a, a little bit into that because it was again it's a almost a folklore type situation where you'd kind of had to say to Pete and again I would, I would imagine at, in at the, the at the, the very least, from your perspective, you've, for his own good, you've had to say, look, you can't come on the road anymore. It's not good for the the performances. It's not good for you as a person. Yeah, that's so good... he was kind of excluded from the band. Well, that was
1: generally how how it was, and and and, and uh, I, I mean, I, I have to keep reminding of this every now and again because it's quite easy to go, they keep me out my own band, don't you know? <laughs> um, I have to say that um, well, I didn't. If, I mean. We had a lot of commitments and yeah. Pete, Pete wasn't standing up anyway and he was just falling apart and I was hearing that he was really rolling with some pretty bad crowds. Yeah. And, uh, you know, really there was only one way that was going. Yeah, of course. And so I just said, like, it was in Paris. We were playing the, uh, the uh, Elysée Montmartre, which was burnt down, actually, sadly. Yeah. Um and, uh, and the boys kind of backed me up and said, make the phone call. They were, and I was there in the office and he, he was, he'd was lost his passport and blah, blah, blah. He was like... And I had to say, um, I would to phone him and say, don't come. And he just could not believe it. And it was horrible, you know. And it must I'd, have been incredibly I'd have, tough. I'd have, I'd have the rest of the band there, like, going, yeah, go on, say, go on, carry on, yeah. carry on, you're doing it, say, say the words. And it was the hardest words to get out of my mouth. Yeah. And then uh, knowing the crowd's outside as well, we were doing those school kids queuing and, you know, like um, you know said before, the Libertines thing, it's like everyone's in the band, you know, all the yeah. band's and that as well. Yeah. So it's like... um. I wish there was a different word for fans. I always like. Can't, I feel like contradict myself when I say we're all involved. Me and the fans.
0: Yeah, it's um, a tough word, you know, isn't <laughs> it? But it's, it's it's an accepted term. It's yeah, known that sure. it's not meaning the yeah, a, was, adoring audience of I or whatnot. Say me and the kids. So yeah, like a knob. Me um, and the gang. Me and the supporters. I always <laughs> like supporters because football teams have supporters yeah, yeah. R- rather than fans, and that feels like y- you're all in it together. Yeah, so. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. Guess, so like
1: going outside and, and letting them know that they, they were going to get a half half a gig tonight. And then, but the thing is, that we had to keep these commitments going. And uh, I knew mean, we were going to America, so I got someone in America who I later had a band with, Anthony Rosamondo, yeah. on guitar. But then, which Peter deeply resented. And we just kept our commitments. But then we did Top of the Pops, and um, Peter did the classic watching Top of the Pops at home, seeing his band singing, you know, his, their song, yeah, without yeah, him yeah. in it and someone else there. And it must have been horrendous for him, man. And it it didn't occur to me at the time. It must have really broken his heart, and I feel horrible for that.
0: Yeah, that uh, must have been a tough... I mean, from both sides of it, though, from both sides of it, everyone's been in that situation where they have to end a relationship, for example. But when it's a relationship that... (laughs) <laughs> this is going to sound odd, but when it's a relationship that through it's it's through 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 what you've you've gained together, you've brought a lot of other people into that relationship. Yeah. You kind of have to protect that in a way. And as said, if you had the rest of the band kind of there, going like, "Yeah, that's it, keep keep going," then yeah, you've got to go through that. But Pete kind of reacted badly and I mean, and, and, and and yeah. broke into your your um your place and and stole stuff and ended up like having to go to prison for that. So. Again, unimaginably, it, it, I guess that couldn't have gone any worse. Yeah, if, if you know what I mean, yeah, it, wasn't,
1: yeah, it wasn't our finest hour, really. Um, well, but I mean, it's a it's a testament of uh, of our love for you know for each other as
0: brothers and friends. And, yeah, yeah. Again, well, how yeah, was
1: that? We, that, that? We managed to overcome these
0: things, hundred percent. And then again, the kind of the the beautiful fairy tale or couldn't write it type style of the fact that he came straight out of prison and was in the studio and working on stuff with you well, guys we and kind of and, greeted we have open arms as yeah, such.
1: We, we were outside. Oh, do you know what? When he was when he was coming out of Wandsworth, I, mean, I had to get there at crack of dawn, and um, I knew, I knew he was going to be doing a gig for Dean Fragile in Margate that night. Not Margate, you know. I hate when people do that. Yeah. I think it was Tuesday, oh no, it was, it was a Wednesday, no. Was, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah and it was in it. Yeah. Um and uh, and basically <laughs> I, I just kinda wanted to get to the prison gates just like just to say it's all right and uh, you know, I'm sorry and you're sorry and and I and I kinda of wanted to get there before the bad guys got there. It was almost yeah. like a, a comedy cartoon moment that like, you know, there could have been the the Pentagon crack posse or yeah, whatever. People, you know, opening the van doors going, Get in, let's go let's, let's go yeah. do cram. Yeah. You know, it felt a bit like that. So yeah. I mean, I wanted to get that, and and then you know when we saw each other, you know, I guess it'd always been so highly charged. Our relationship ever since we kind of made a pact together back in the days when we first met. saying, and you know, it's going to be all or nothing, yeah. whatever. And it's been so emotionally charged, and
0: we have such a deep investment in each other. So, um,
1: yeah, so, it's part of the course, uh, really.
0: So, how was it then working on album two in in in, in that that situation? Because you've kind of gone up, down, and you'd you'd hopefully be on a level again yes. because you've gone as high as you could and as as low as you could like from a relationship p- p- point of view between the two of you but that also means there's been there's a there's a lot of history and tension built up there so how was that
1: well he's found this um you know this is this, this other kind of life and this, you know, this, this other you know way of being which which was alien to me so i found that really hard mm. you know just uh you know just the habits of the of the drugs, and uh, you know, and he was finding his own thing in there. You know, I'll give him his props for that. And he's come yeah. up with some great things while
0: he's been there. And, um, but it was
1: just uh, I still just couldn't really accept it. So,
0: yeah, I mean, the 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 from an, a selfish um f- fan point of view, as as myself, it, it did breed. a a piece of art like can't stand me now which i think is just the ultimate encapsulation of your relationship of everything that the band was at that time but but the moment when it works if you know what i mean and it's something i've um i I remember it and it's obviously it was shortly after this when pete was out of the band and i remember watching a baby shambles at a festival once and a large chunk of the gig just being the biggest mess I've ever seen and not held together or nothing, but two or three moments being as good as anything I've ever seen alive, And that's what it kind of feels things like Can't Stand Me Now are that gem in what would have been a really rough time for you guys, but that's something where it just all suddenly works and, right, that's it. Well, I
1: guess that's the beauty of... Uh... Like um, having to tell her how it is, I mean, kind of doing our dirty laundry in public, I guess. But but what else could we write songs about at that yeah. time? You
0: yeah, you know. and it was—it's not like it was a secret. It was a very yeah. documented and, and 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 in public type, yeah, but, yeah, tumultuous relationship
1: and singing to each other. I guess you know, <laughs> I don't know. I I don't I, mean, I don't I really I don't hope that, that these these uh, horrible ups and downs or downs really. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't invite them. I hope they come my way, but if they do,
0: you've got to, make, you've got to use them. You've got you? to make the most of them. Yeah. I've said that a, a before for every writer, whether it's a comedian or a, a musician or whatever, anything else. When you have the biggest moment of heartbreak or sadness or whatever else, there'll be a moment as your eyes are just about drying enough for you to fall asleep, that just before you fall asleep, it will cross your mind. I'll get a good song or two out of this. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's that yeah. kind of weird, that horrible existence that you have, that your kind of, your job is to get through these horrible things and then document them and turn them into something beautiful, hopefully. It's a heavy job, that man. Yeah, it's a tough yeah. one. <laughs> so how was it when you kind of, b- b- because again, at, at at that point then, and this is, I mean, it was in, in 2004, right, that you had to kind of, that, that, that you and Pete parted ways and Pete was out of the yeah. band again. And that's crazy, because that's, That's two years after you'd kind of just exploded onto the scene. So, so much of a story and so much of a part of musical history in such a short amount of time with ups and downs and excluded from tours, in prison, back in the studio, East Enders breaks, another album, and then kind of all over, essentially. Because you guys kind of have tried going on a, without Pete for a while, but then it just. well do you know?
1: We, uh, that's the thing. We never really. I, I didn't want to go on. If I if I yeah.
0: if I'd, if I'd wanted to go on with, without Pete, I'd have
1: I'd have carried on writing material and calling, yeah. calling it the Libertines. Oh, there was one point when uh, he was uh, running around town with with uh, uh, to uh, say a group of crazies, but no, I'm sure they're lovely folk. Yeah, um, <laughs> doing his own and, and, and the same. No, we're the Libertines and we're going. we no, we're the Libertines. Yeah, and it, it was just ridiculous. And I didn't. Like, I know that band but it's me, me and his band You know, so I didn't want
0: to. Um, it's a car it's a far cooler version of 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 the Sugar Babes um, b- yes. b- b- battles of when they were all replaced, and then there's there's two <laughs> different Sugar Babes going on. But yeah, no, so so what was? It must have been a big a big moment for you to go right. No, 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 no. We're not the Libertines, and allow Pete to get on with his thing, and you get on with your thing, and uh, and dirty uh, pretty things came about that was again it, it was hugely well received. So, so it must have been great for you to to have a focus that wasn't – that didn't involve Pete in a way, as much as as, as he's an essential part of your, of your life and story. It must have been nice to go, right, now I've got some art that's, that's mine, and it's, yeah. it's with other people. It's not – I don't have to be worrying about that. As I'm sure you will have been because of yeah. the personal relationship, but still, to, to be I, able to go, no, this is me you know, now.
1: Ideally, it would have been like that. And, of course, I was happy to have a few um, – things off my own bat with people which people responded to and, and yeah. you know and, and got into. And, and we had some good times. But essentially I think I got a lot of my energy for songwriting and performance just through the, the heartbreak and the staggering yeah. turmoil that I'd that I'd enjoy, endured through uh, and it was staggering. It was like, I mean through been in all that. just in I mean just not knowing how to deal with my own depression. I mean I did and I was um you know really went hammer and tongs into the kind of drugs that, the, fortunately, the tabloids aren't too interested in. Yeah, uh, and 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 that was my place for a while, really. And it's like, and it took me a long time to sort of heal from that. And typically, just as I sort of heal and and I feel like I'm, I'm, I've got a bit of closure, then then we end up getting back together again. Yeah.
0: So as, yeah. as, as how was that? I mean, you obviously you, you went through there was extensive amount of of solo work and material and some great collaborations and, and projects there. But then, from hearing you talk there was something missing. There was that, the, as, as chaotic as the relationship between you and Pete was, it was kind of an essential chaos for, again, from here and you there, almost for you to feel you could reach your full potential. If you know what I mean? You needed that, that thing to be running against.
1: Well, yeah, it's just, it's almost like that's how we set out our stall in the beginning, you know?
0: Yeah.
1: You're, you're, you're selling the, uh, or teapots, and I'm selling the leather-bound journals or whatever. You know, yeah. It's just like, and then so to have so maybe that's a really bad analogy. Let's take that back. <laughs> I like it. Uh, I like it. Anyway, so like yeah, we're running this thing together, and you know, if half of it's gone on both, on, you know, on both sides, then I mean, God, I'm, I'm, I'm already reading the comments under this in my head from a yeah, Heat fanatics. Game. <laughs> He didn't need you. We never needed you. you. You brought him down. But anyway, but, uh, there's um yeah. But
0: Pete equally in in that period apart a, a had ups and downs, and again he also had some absolutely amazing moments where it seemed his he realised. I mean that focus came and it got there, but then there was also a lot of other moments where it wasn't quite. It didn't quite hit the market. It didn't it needed, in many ways, it needed to, uh, to be reined in, and again have that. A second half of the relationship to, to pull it all together a lot of
1: artistic relationships and bands and and there's I think you know the, the thing is chemistry and yeah you can't uh you can't sort of predict how that's going to go and it, and it is what it is and often a lot of bands will be laboring under the burden of, of having to be with each other because they have that chemistry yeah yeah you know, like countless bands like i'm told jams and police and the rest of yeah it, but, yeah um and so um but then you you, you can't re- if you try and reinvent that chemistry chemistry you're doomed anyway so yeah I mean, it is, it is what
0: it is. So how was it, f- f- after like five years apart, to to take the stage together again that first time where you kind of played through a few songs and jammed it out and kind of...
1: There was a, there was a period, I mean, just, it was, we didn't know who we were. We'd spent years communicating through the press, right, yeah. writing little bits in songs to either dig at each other or say that we loved each other, yeah. you know, and just knowing each other would hear them and pick up on them. Yeah. And um, so, I mean, when we did it's see It's a weird each other, thing,
0: man. It's, it's, it's like a people who post vague... A Facebook posts about an ex and knowing they're going to read it yeah, yeah, rather yeah. than actually talking to him. Yeah, it predates exactly. the social media yeah, element yeah, of that, yeah. but there, it's exactly that. It's going, I know he'll understand that this line's about him. And it's like, well, just pick the phone up, guys, and actually yeah. f- and talk yeah. to each
1: other. But then, but then there's all this confused anger and fear and stuff. And of course, both being as we are, both going, well, he's probably, he probably hates me and he's probably, you know, yeah. he's, he's probably going to be a shit. And so the first meetings were really oh, quite terrifying. Yeah. Got to get sozzled in order to actually, uh, yeah, sort of, uh, and then get on a level, and then, uh, and then you know, not get any younger. I don't have to deal with the hangovers of that yep. yep, yep. Um But uh, yeah, it was uh, it was it was really hard. But there came a point which is when the first reading we did uh, we did um, Reading Festival together in 2010. Yeah. And um, they they wouldn't put us top of the Bill because they thought we'd um, we might not turn up, which is probably, probably oh really? Right. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, so they called it a co-headliner. We they do quite a lot, and we, and we go on before the last act
0: anyway. yeah but it was uh, i mean it was still a huge thing and it was the the return of of, of the libertines essentially headlining of and Leeds, and that that must have been an amazing thing right because it, 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 it felt to me and this isn't meant as a slight in any way it felt that kind of the fact that you'd had this huge rise and then fall kind of allowed that to build that you'd you'd get to you know again it like it's co-headline headline headline. it's headline in Rendon and Leeds no matter how you mark it or or paint it (laughs) and it's a tough one it's it feels like again you have it with a lot of bands you absolutely adore you'll you'll like Hendrix dying when he died he will always have that beautiful it'll always be preserved whereas a Clapton or someone the the, although he's done loads of great material the perception of Clapton has changed because he's got older and you know it's a different thing and it kind of felt that if you guys hadn't Imploded. There's a good chance that it wouldn't be this amazing thing that is is yeah, is, is, totally is built to. But if I'm gonna pay, Do you know what I mean? In if I, but if in a good gonna, way.
1: If I'm going to pay the price of the implosion, then I'll accept the uh, yeah. Reading and these headline slot. hundred yeah, percent.
0: Ex- yeah. Exactly. If you've got to go through that again, it's it, it's not a slight in any anyway. If you've got to go through all that in there, then you get to 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 reap the benefits as such. When you go, hang on, we've survived that. We're survivors. We've, yeah, we've, yeah. we've got through that and we're here again and yeah. you get to be on yeah. that main stage. Yeah.
1: The other thing about that, the, the Libertines, and I think um, it's just that, that all of these things just kind of grist to the mill, there's a kind of alchemy that you turn, like they like the not knowing what's going on, our, our stage fright, our terror, our not knowing yeah. if we know each other anymore. The fact that we get on stage and we turn that into what we're doing and, and it's almost, it seems to be audible through the
0: music to, yeah.
1: to those who get it.
0: Uh, there's a lot of people out there who don't get it. Uh, to those who do. Yeah. yeah. How was it, a coming back together and gigging and touring from um, almost a responsibility point of view. Again, having started off where the gigs were intentionally absolutely chaotic and messy, as you said yourself, you're all a bit older now. Was there kind of a right? We're still are going to have fun, but we need to rein it in, or has it been a kind of almost dangerous thing in that respect of knowing that if you're doing the Libertines, it's going to be, you need to write that period off because it's going to be a mess, you know, physically or emotionally I, th- I, th- I
1: think we we, we we got together I mean the, when, when we going back to that Reading Leeds we, yeah. we, everything was filmed and, and Roger Sargent this excellent filmmaker made a movie about yeah. it and um, but it, it just felt we had cameras there all the time so it felt a lot more organic after that like that was the start of us becoming uh, yeah. friends again and properly you know and wanting yeah. to spend time and there was like a few months when, like, when uh, like I could finally, get a taxi driver would say, "Oh, you're a musician, are you?" And I go, "Yeah, I'm in the Libertines." Yeah, yeah. And there you go. But <laughs> no, that was like, uh, that, was, uh, that was. I felt proud of being able to say it, and I felt really happy to be back in that, uh, back in that stride. But then, uh, of course, we realised when we started uh, taking it further than just a reunion, that yeah. we were going to have to write new material, yeah, and we were going to have to raise our game a bit, you know, mm-hmm. in terms of like doing, a, a, doing a, a show. Before we could, people would come to see the spectacle of us. They might have a fight. They might some drugs or they mm-hmm. might you know die or whatever. You know. yeah, um, yeah so but, one, but it has to be about we had to give people a show they were paying for i think i mean yeah see, that's great we to learn to use the stage better and we had to take that next step that we never have got to take if we hadn't got to that point
0: that's great to drive, that motivation and focus i remember when i went to see this when the sex pistols are reunited and played finsbury park and everyone was there ready for it to, to be a mess they'd done a couple of warm-up shows in europe and just stormed off and things like that and they came out of finsbury park and put on one of the most amazing shows i've ever seen played everything amazingly that's the, the one, attitude and yeah. passion was there and the thing for me was that's the most punk rock thing they could have done because everyone was expecting it to be a mess yeah. the punk rock thing was to come out and smash the shit out of that show and really just and just put that on so it's kind of a beautiful thing that you had a similar motivation there right. What everyone knows us for is this, but we've you know they've had all these songs, they've kind of had the songs l- longer than you've had them because you were were playing them together for two three years, and they've now been listening to them for five six yeah, years. Yeah, yeah. You know when you've not been playing them and not been there, so it's kind of it's become y- your responsibility to give them them what they know more than the thing. Oh, let's play our songs. You know that yeah, is odd, done not it also keeps it. Uh organic i guess yeah, fact, yeah
1: yeah our rehearsals have always been a bit of a joke actually we've never, we've never rehearsed since we got back together we've never rehearsed for more than say, 40 minutes i don't think yeah it's pretty so yeah i mean there is that element
0: amazing experience but then um so you have also had more solo st- stuff since then was the kind of that being able to be in a cab and say i mean the libertines was that kind of a good thing for you mentally and emotionally to then go right i can also i can do more solo stuff i can i'm i'm I'm, I'm 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 here. I'm an artist. It was nice for my ailing e- ego, which you yeah. need to pay a bit of mind to every now and again. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, yeah, no, that was just a
1: like, uh, you know, that's just a nice little moment, really. That I yeah, enjoyed doing that for a bit. But uh, yeah, yeah, that was totally selfish.
0: Yeah, no, it's fine. Again, it's important to get them kind of, particularly again, people forget that all artists have real lives as well, and you're going to have ups and downs, and you're going to have moments where you, I've, I've not met anyone who hasn't felt at some point that they're kind of about to be found out about to have, have someone go you're not meant to be there you're yeah, you've yeah, you've yeah. got all this weight you're not actually sure that, that it's, it's 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 completely natural so things like that to get that little injection of confidence again and get that pat on the back and go no hang on I, I am I've done some stuff here I'm I'm, I'm 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 all right I think that's important and you kind of you did the solo st- stuff and I remember that you were putting together a band kind of over social media so kind of how was that kind of to again to have that interactiveness and engagement that was
1: that was that was uh, that was excruciating to be honest yeah it was uh i just i mean i thought that i didn't i didn't want to ask people i knew to be in a band with me because you've got you've got to take their their thing as well when
0: i can't do what i wanted to do maybe selfishly but um no i I get that because again if it's a solo thing it's your own vision again and if you're bringing in People and again, the, the, like you've been in a few different kind of supergroup types of scenarios, but, but the fact is, and this sounds kind of rude, everyone's equal there. If you're doing a solo thing and you're bringing people into work with you, it's your project and you 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 get to be the boss, yeah. which can be an important thing. There's, there's no shame in that.
1: Yeah, but I mean, I, I wanted to I wanted to get guys who, who, who there was a chance for us to actually grow, and I, I did pretty I was pretty lucky in that the boys I did get we definitely been forging yeah. a relationship and, and we've got a different kind of thing we're doing now as well which is so it's about having two bands doing the same thing right yeah
0: so, yeah it's <laughs> amazing yeah
1: but um, that, that, you know, the reason it was excruciating was because um I, what is it i th- i put the thing out on facebook got a thousand responses from around the world wow and originally i was thinking yeah well i have a bass player from tokyo or whatever yeah i not thinking i have to fly him over for each gig do you know what I mean? yeah every gig you and gotta then, do uh, this and then um and then basically i Going through, I was going through all of them. I read every single one because I didn't yeah. want anyone down. Five hundred of them didn't play an instrument. <laughs>
0: <laughs> just, but you've got that responsibility as you've engaged them and they've they've enthusiastically thrown themselves at your feet as yeah, such. Exactly. You've got, to... and there's some really good people, I'd love to hang out with
1: there. But I just, I just didn't have time for it. It wasn't really about that. Yeah. So it's like, like a friend making an exercise. And then yeah. I, and then um, the, the, I basically I know I know down to about seventy, and did auditions in a pub in South London which is in the Amisham Arms, which it was like, um, yeah, that was, that, that, was, that was a horrible bit because I didn't want to let anyone down. And so, I, and 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 because I knew there was a lot of kids they just wanted to build. if if I said, if they said that we played a couple of songs together, yeah. that was kind of less than a blow. So I chose a dirty pretty thing song, a Libertine song and played it each time. And played the same songs with people after people after people after, during three days of, drums, bass, and um, guitar. It
0: must be, be so hard to get them. But I
1: told everyone to learn those songs, so yeah. I destroyed two of my favourite songs by doing it. Yeah, completely. And just saying no to people, just seeing that kid coming up to you with a sparkle in his eye, and, uh, and then how personal it is. Uh, I'm, I'm, am I right? It's just... Because it's just, to them, it's going to be like,
0: we're going to make music history. And yeah, you can, and, and, and you know that, it, that they... <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not... Trying to pour on more guilt here, but you know that they would have told all their friends about it, and they're going down to London and they're playing a libertine song and a dirty, pretty mm-hmm. things mm-hmm. song with Carl, and it's this big thing and mm-hmm. the nerves and, and and edge there. And again, it must have been a tough thing to to kind of s- see through and see who who would work right really, and all that because really there's there's really. going to be some nerves. I remember when we, um, and me and Dan Lassac were doing some of our last gigs, and for and for one of them we had Billy Bragg come out, mm-hmm. and we did um to have and to have not, uh, with a uh, Billy Bragg. And uh, uh, we'd been two in ages, and I'd I'd, I'd lost... I'd, I I didn't get particularly nervous going on stage. In the sound check, about to do one verse of a Billy Bragg song w- with Billy Bragg playing it was the most nervous I ever remember b- a being. So every one of those 70 people will have had that similar thing, yeah, no matter yeah. how comfortable they are. They're going, right, I'm playing this song that I know and love with you know, the writer. I
1: actually did a song with Billy Bragg and it scared
0: the crap out of me as well. It's petrifying, isn't it? But but it's 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 weird because he's the nicest, friendliest, warmest of guys and made it so comfortable, but it was still that thing of, this is Billy Bragg. This is Billy Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's mental. Yeah. Yeah. So how did you kind of um, deal with that, The, the finding, the narrowing it down and going, right, as much as it must have been horrible to tell all the people who weren't in it, you must also have known the ones that you're giving well, a yes I, I, to, it means the world.
1: Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, well that was great to be able to tell people, I made the foolish mistake of taking the last six to the pub, I thought oh, this is, what would Joe Strummer do? He'd probably take them all to the pub <laughs> and of course we're in the pub and they're all looking at each other like, you know, <laughs> they're competing aren't yeah, they?
0: Yeah, yeah, but they can't relax, <laughs> But, All right, um, guys. Let's see who who shines
1: the most. Oh dear, But um, yeah, I guess what, I wasn't really looking for um, particularly musical virtuosity. I was looking for um, people I'd be able to get on with, yeah. And people, and like, and of course, people. And I want I want people people to be nervous, and I but I want them to be able to turn that. It sounds. I've never told them this because that sounds it's the harshest thing you could ever be told. But to turn those nerves into um, in, in, into a kind of energy which in which the song exists.
0: Yeah, yeah, and. Um, yeah. I mean, Again, because you, you, you've said yourself that you, you know, started off at, at the at the very least in, incredibly n- nervous going on stage. So you can't audition people thinking, well, they've got to have confidence. Yeah, it's Like, well, oh, I didn't. When I, this isn't how I came into it, it's a, it's a tough thing to yeah. ask in that way. Oh, but, yeah, nervous coming
1: here today. I would say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: That's great. No, I mean it must have been a, a, a weird though. As said, having the competing finalists as such all kind of there together and it really it's, it's yeah. not the most comfortable of situations but when it did come together you've had that beautiful situation of again kind of the same as you, as you were saying of of you and pete being able to handle each other a lot more now you're choosing to be together a great thing there of where you've got to kind of go right that person that person that person rather than it's the four people who live nearest to me yeah, who happen yeah, to yeah, have yeah. instruments
1: it's like tender for bad yeah
0: yeah <laughs> Exactly. That's a beautiful yeah. thing.
1: Yeah. Um yeah, it is. And, and and unfortunately they've got you know, we've managed to grow together since, you know, we've been going around the Balkans in like a, a sort of Baltic even in, yeah. a, in a you know, in a skanky little van and Amazing. you know, we've just been going for it. and they're, and, they're, and they're all well up for it and they just love it's really refreshing just to have that passion to be doing that again.
0: Yeah, and that excitement of people mm. who aren't kind of have worn down by it all want because it is a tough industry and it's a it's a tough life. Touring isn't easy and it's always Probably sounds horrible to people who are working a nine to five when artists are there going it 's tough on the road, but <laughs> it is it's exhausting it's, it's, it's i guess the the main part of it is it isn 't a nine to five it's a it 's a twenty four hour thing you 're always kind of on when you 're on tour and if it 's three months then you 're in that van with those same people That's for three long. months and yeah. even if you 're s- sitting on your ass you 're sitting on your ass on the way to a sound check and on the way to do this and do that and it can be exhausting so It must be a great injection to have people who have still got that... Because no one can have that excitement permanently. But but people have have still got that excitement of... I mean, we're in a van touring U- a Europe or or wherever yeah, else. This yeah, is amazing, it gets right? Yeah,
1: thanks doing as well. It, gets, it gets me up for, the, for
0: it as well. Yeah.
1: Just, uh, yeah, I can't wait to get out there and, and do the show. And uh, everyone, just see everyone giving it as well, really something to prove. Yeah. You know, that's lovely. I do. I, I really enjoy that. It's perfect.
0: I love it. Well, we're at the hour mark, so I'll, I'll start to wrap things up. But I want to, if you're okay to talk about it, I want to talk about how how parenthood has changed your outlook on things and, and things like that. How's that been kind of as a, as a musician? Because again, when you had your birth into music it was a very chaotic thing whereas now i'm sure for obvious reasons it has to be a little bit more kind of focused and and controlled
1: yeah i think it's it's what I've, i mean that's what i've needed really yeah i think it's so it's just a whole different section of yeah. my life in a way it's, it's totally re-inspired me it's made me see colors again differently yeah. literally yeah. maybe see everything things i've forgotten and have no reason to think about and just the beauty of a family and the uh, and the kinship, honestly, my boys—it's just heaven having boys. Yeah. I, th- I tell you what, the one thing, the one thing with slight downsides, it, it softened me up like yeah. nothing else. Yeah. I'm such a worse now. I can't watch, um, like just uh, just films, and I, I used to like go go, go home and Google Kimbo Slice or whatever. Yeah. You know, just <laughs> kick back and watch some kind of yard fight or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah like, just, can't um, handle it oh, now. got those like it's my my kind of my weird aggressive anger. It's, uh, it's kind of just, uh, it's gone to nothing really because all, all I see now is uh, is
0: my boys. And, yeah. and, and any violence just, like, kind of sickened. I, mem- me- I remember one of the first t- t- times that you and I interacted, I think it was on social media, and, and there was some talk about MMA or or, you- or, or UFC I or fighting you, at some you. point. Oh, yeah, at, yeah, at the UFC, yeah, that's that was, right. That was one of those
1: first ones when it was like, uh, there was like, there was ten... 10- on the card and there was like nine bone crunching knockouts yeah, and, uh, yeah I think they must have like tweaked the rules a bit or something since then yeah yeah. and the last one was two Spanish guys who were just like they were like rubber action figures
0: yeah just like just going absolutely mental and nuts yeah, at each yeah. other but- yeah no, I was, like, year, but that I kind not of all... that. I've, I've been going
1: to boxing actually but it's like but not not with this. i don't i don't do it with an angry face on anymore but yeah but I've, yeah. I've got a rotary cuff injury so oh, anyway that's, that's, that's springs, no fun like, but, but yeah like, <laughs> but yeah um but it's uh it, it changes it, it's, your outlook completely me, it's such a beautiful thing and, and it saved my life completely if i didn't have this focus and i didn't have the um but i wish i could have did that bit out now but I? Uh, <laughs> it's fine um, no, it's Yeah, not so it's changed my focus totally um and it's made me. I need to. I need. I've got mouths to feed, and I've got. Yeah. And I've got kids to inspire and prepare for the world. Yeah. So and and uh, and then that gives me so much artistically. And uh, so I need to right. And I need to give myself a kick up the arse, and I need to you know be on point.
0: It's beautiful on the inspiration front because you can always argue again, and it's a constant thing. It's, it always annoys me when people say that this person in the public eye isn't a good a good role model or whatever else. It's like, well, they don't have to be. They've not signed up to be a good role model. They've signed up to do what they're doing and you take that how you how you want it if you want to read about their private life then that's your choice of finding those things out but when you've got kids in some way you are going to be their role model like that's that is the bit where you've signed up to be the role model of those two kids not anyone else but you've got to have that in mind of right here's how i'm going to inspire them here's how i'm going to um bring them up to be and teach them to be and 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 and, and teach them how not to be even and things like that you know Yeah. yeah It must be a yeah a, a a big job and a big undertaking. It
1: is. Yeah, it's, it's monumental. But you'd be surprised how natural it is. The amount of people I know who really want to have kids and they just go, yeah, not ready yet. Yeah. Like, no, no, no one ever regrets kids, do they? Right. Like, no one yeah. ever goes, oh, I wish I had my
0: fucking kids. Yeah. Uh, but um, oh, oh, these pricks. Yeah, um, yeah.
1: Yeah. But like, I well, hope <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's um, it's just to, to be to have that. To, I mean, to have people looking at you and, to, and just it gives you like kind of sort of self-worth and, and it sort of fortifies your position in the world as well and i was thinking you're going to rush out enough
0: kids now right <laughs> yeah, everyone is <laughs> going to advertise it for everyone now yeah, this is yeah.
1: this no, it's, uh, and, it, and it gives you a responsibility that you want and is welcome it's for me it's just uh i was i was walking into a wall repeatedly just like the same wall yeah. just going and then and having kids suddenly it turned out it was a doorway and it's like into a into a beautiful place yeah, same world but but more light
0: you know yeah yeah i love that so what's the help? let's start to wrap things up Oh, what's the head, 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 head musically um, on the solo front, on the Libertines front, on everything else? What's the kind of the plan? Well,
1: I'm doing something else with the Jackals. Yeah. Um, yes, and taking it away from uh, what we're doing with the Libertines. Yeah. I'm quite sure how that's going to ma- manifest itself yet, but I find out yeah. tomorrow afternoon because um, the boys have been working on a lot of stuff. So, yeah. Uh, you know, while I've been away, I felt bad also getting the Jackals together and going, guess what, the Libertines back together. I'll see you in a... I'll see you in, in a, a, a year bit. Um,
0: but it must be exciting to have other things no, to, to, yeah, to yeah. flip... Yeah. F- from and to rather than it always being the same kind of focus or pressure going right here's here's a completely different thing that i can get my teeth into yeah
1: absolutely um i think i'm kind of wanted to be in a sort of an ep or something me and peter are going to go on a uh um in his um he's got this um sort of camper van thing it's a bit like breaking bad brilliant but uh, we're probably going to go around cornwall or somewhere on that and just get a few ideas together nice um say and uh, So, I think I'm just. I know I'm, I'm doing a bit of writing with other people as well. I kind of yeah. enjoy that. It sort of keeps me on my toes. Just like people I'd never normally write with doing sort of things I never do. Yeah, you I, I mean, yeah, I kind of keep that a hush a bit really because I'm not presenting as much. as their thing, is it?
0: Oh, oh, it's 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 great again to get to to try these things out. Like when you're a bit older and more experienced to try these things out and get out of your comfort zone. When we had had, had Preston on again, it was interesting hearing about him going off and writing with or four huge pop stars and things like that, yeah, and just yeah. getting to. To 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 see, all oh, right, my style can work in this format as well, and I can actually find something in that and put some beauty into a genre I might not normally like, or yeah. some beauty into something that I like but wasn't quite what where I would take it, and things like yeah, that. It must be with
1: virtually no pressure either. Yeah. It's not even under your name, it's just like yeah. it's not like this has to be on my record. after think about my career. It's yeah, not nothing, nothing like that. It's just like um,
0: just you can just enjoy yourself. Yeah. The pressure's off in that way. Yeah, it's great. So yeah, it must be wonderful. I'm looking forward to. This a bit of time off as well kids and whatnot it's the first time in ever it's so, rarity to have, have have time off in yeah. in such a manner so you must be yeah I'm not going to do it must myself. be heavenly. I'm sure you. I'm sure it will fly by, and you'll be yeah, sure. straight back on it in in no time at all. Well, thank you very much oh, for for, for coming on and chatting. It's been an absolute a, a pleasure, and glad we got to to put it together. Oh,
1: thank you so much, man. I hope there's nothing in there that uneditably I, I can't correct myself for. Well, probably no,
0: never mind. It's all absolutely fine. I didn't hear anything particularly, you know, outrageous. So I'm sure you'll be comfortable and sleep sleep soundly. Oh,
1: sure. <laughs> nice thanks so much, man.
0: Thank you. You've been listening to Scooby's picks: discretion the pieces. There we go. There was Mr. Carl Barrett. A l- lovely chat. A lovely guy. It was good to get into some of that stuff and go ask a few questions. Have a bit of a yeah. It was it was fun. I'm losing my words already now, but it was it was good fun. Uh, it was great to meet Carl. A, a little mention and shout out, out there to my cousin Aunt Meads who who knocked about of all that lot for a while back in the day. Next week's guest is Ed Scrine. Now, Ed Scrine was the 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 baddie in Deadpool, um Ajax slash Francis. And Deadpool has been my film of the year so far. It's the biggest R rated movie of all time. And it's going crazy. And Ed was absolutely uh, lovely and allowed me to sit down and have a chat with him um in his home uh before he darted off for the MTV Awards. And yeah, it was a great chat. It's in two parts. It's next week. I'll tell you more about it next week, but you're going to enjoy it. Uh, until then, keep subscribing. Subscribing really helps. Keep rating. Oh, I mean, big love for everyone who supported a, a Tuesday night jaw. That's been mental. That's just flown up the charts. And it wasn't, it was the, the number two sports podcast on, on the day it came out. It went huge. So thank you for supporting that. That's our wrestling podcast on the distraction pieces network. Cheers for tuning in guys. I'll see you next week. Subscribe, rate, do all the good things, spread the word. See you later.